Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to The Haunted Collection with your host, writer, paranormal investigator, and haunted collector, Kevin Kane, back to bring you more tales of terror and thrilling chills. Welcome back to my show for a new episode and a couple of more scary stories. We're coming up on Thanksgiving now, and I kind of intentionally pushed this episode off until we were closer to Thanksgiving. I always like to do some kind of a travel story or something happening when someone's traveling, because at the holiday times, like Thanksgiving, we do a lot of traveling. And if you're currently traveling while you're listening to this, Maybe it'll give you just something to bring a chill to your blood as you're driving and maybe teach you a little lesson about stopping in places you're not familiar with. But first, as always, I want to invite you to my website, myhaunteddolls.com. All of my books are available in the store. You can buy your autographed copy today. Christmas is coming, so if you have someone who loves supernatural novels or non-fiction ghost stories, please be sure to check out the store and buy your copy today. They're also available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and so forth. And also there are a few of them even on Audible, on audio. So be sure to check that out. And while you're there, please follow the link to my Redbubble store. Speaking of Christmas shopping, there are all kinds of merchandise in my Redbubble store. The link is on the main page and on the store page. So be sure to please check that out. There are t-shirts, hats, pet accessories, home accessories, office accessories. I think there are a few dresses out there and skirts for women. There are also phone accessories for your phone or tablets. So please go out there and check those out. They're designs for MyHauntedDolls.com and also for this show, The Haunted Collection. So please do go out there and shop and show your support because we do need it. And now, and also be sure to go to my YouTube channel and like and subscribe, My Haunted Dolls on YouTube. There are lots of videos out there of sessions with My Haunted Items and other various videos, so please be sure to check those out as well. And now let's get on with our scary stories. As promised, I do want to tell a story about a a man traveling who runs into a bit of dilemma. And if you're traveling on the holidays, I hope you don't run into this yourself. (laughs) It's a very unusual title, but it's a very unusual story. This is called The Haunted Ghost. The man stumbled out of the smoldering car wreck. He could not remember what had happened, what had caused the car crash. He just knew that he needed to find help. His wife was still trapped in the crumpled vehicle. 
He could see a house not too far away with a light on, like a beacon in the darkness. So he stumbled towards it. His legs felt too weak to support him, but he trudged on through the field until he reached the front door of the old mansion. He banged with his fists on the wooden door and cried out for help in the lonely night. Eventually the door creaked open and a woman stood there holding a candle beckoning him to come inside. The woman's face was pale and her cheeks were hollow. Even though he was frightened he stepped inside and shut the door behind him. I I was in a crash, he said. I know, she replied, leading him into the dining room. You saw it, he asked. I need to use your phone. We have no phone, the woman said. But my wife, she needs help. She's still in the car. I need to call an ambulance. Nobody can help her, said the woman. It's much too late now, Richard. Too late, he cried. Wait, how do you know my name? You've been here before she said many times. This woman must be crazy, he thought to himself. Just my luck. You come here every night, she said. Just my luck, he thought, to be in a horrible car accident and the only person who can help is an insane woman in a creepy old house. Every night, she said. Every night since the crash. He grabbed her by the shoulders and shook her. Don't you understand? I was in a car crash. My wife. The woman put her fingers to his lips and whispered. Don't you understand, Richard? I am your wife. He stared at her, dumbfounded. Don't you recognize me? She cried as she grabbed his collars and drew him close. Her face crumbled and the flesh fell away, revealing only a grinning skull. The man screamed. Don't you love me? She shrieked. Love me! Love me! The man pushed her away in horror and staggered backwards. He looked down at his hands and saw the flesh falling away, leaving only skeletal fingers. He put his hands to his face, but he had no face. His bony fingers 
just scraped against skull. And he screamed, and he screamed, and his screams grew fainter and fainter. And as the first rays of the morning sun shone in through the broken windows of the abandoned mansion, the two ghosts gradually disappeared into nothingness. But they would meet again, this doomed pair, this husband and wife, these haunted ghosts. Night after night, they would replay the same scene, each one haunting the other for all eternity. that story had a very interesting twist, didn't it? I couldn't decide if it was more like The Twilight Zone or Tales from the Crypt. (laughs) Sounds like it could fit either bill. And now we have the next story. This next one is about a horrible, gigantic witch with a razor-sharp fingertip, who preys on people who live in a small village in the woods. And it's one of my favorite kinds. It's based on early Native American folklore. It's called Spear Finger. Long ago in the woods, there was a witch named Broken Finger, or, as some locals called her, Spear Finger. All of the people in the area lived in fear of this evil witch. She was forty feet tall and had gray skin as rough and tough as a rock that no weapon could penetrate. She had one long, razor-sharp finger that she used to kill people who strayed into her domain. The villagers were sick and tired of finding their husbands, wives, and children dead in the forest. They knew that these people had fallen victim to the dreaded spear finger. She would sneak up behind an unsuspecting villager who was innocently wandering in the woods. Then, she would stab her finger through their back and yank out their liver, swallowing it in one big gulp. More than anything, She loved to taste the flesh of young children. 
Many families had been left childless because the witch had murdered and eaten their beloved sons and daughters. Spearfinger could transform herself into anything or anyone. You never knew if your friend or neighbor was really Spearfinger in disguise until it was too late. One evening, a messenger alerted the villagers, telling them that Spearfinger was in the area and seemed to be heading straight to their village. They developed a plan to destroy the fearful witch once and for all. They dug a huge pit surrounding the village and covered it with branches and leaves. They hoped that the witch would fall into the pit, whereupon they could stab her through the heart with long spears and kill her. The whole village came together in order to put this plan into action. One little boy had trouble pulling his weight. His clumsiness made it difficult for him to dig, and his father told him to get out of the way. Feeling sorry for himself, he noticed a bird caught in a honeysuckle tree. In an act of kindness, he gently freed the bird, but it did not fly away. Instead, it landed on the boy's shoulder. The bird thanked him for his kindness and in return told him a secret about Spearfinger. It told him that the villager's plan was doomed to failure because the witch's heart was not located in her chest at all. It was in the tip of her razor-sharp finger. The little boy was so excited by this revelation that he ran off to tell his parents. He would be the one to save the entire village from the wrath of Spearfinger. But before he could tell anyone about the witch's heart, he heard a horrible scream coming from the forest. Spearfinger was coming fast, gnashing her teeth and chopping down trees with her razor-sharp finger. Her eyes were wild with anger, and she was very hungry. As she approached the village, she walked right into the villager's trap and fell into the concealed pit. The villagers rejoiced and threw rocks at her. They brought out their long spears and began stabbing her in the chest, trying to pierce her heart, but to no avail. The witch would not die. She kept climbing up to the top of the pit and slashing at the men with her finger. Archers came out and fired arrows into her chest with their bows and arrows, but they still could not hurt her. 
Remembering what the bird had told him, the little boy ran to one of the archers. He told him to aim straight at the tip of her finger. The archer raised his bow and arrow, aiming at the razor-sharp fingertip, and let his arrow fly. It soared through the air and sliced right through the witch's fingertip, tearing into her heart. With a horrible scream, she collapsed and died in the pit. The people of the village celebrated her demise with singing and dancing. They raised the little boy and carried him on their shoulders, treating him like a hero. From that day on, all of the people in that village made sure to listen when the little boy had something to say. I think that's a nice twist on the boy who cried wolf legend. <laughs> this time he cried the truth, and luckily someone listened. But early in the story, I know I thought this when I first read it, how many of you thought that that bird might actually be the witch in disguise playing a trick on him? That's what I thought at first. I mean, a talking bird. <laughs> but it turns out, the bird was actually doing a good thing, even though he was still talking, and I don't know how a bird can talk. But anyway, it's just a story. <laughs> and now before we end, I'll do a nice little bonus story. Let's get that started. And now getting back to our scary travel stories, this last one is going to be another travel story. This one involving a backpacker. Have you ever gone hitchhiking? Perhaps through the woods? And if so, did you ever feel like you were being watched? You might just relate to this story of the backpacker. There was a 21-year-old man who loved to travel to exotic countries. After a while... He grew bored of the usual holiday destinations and wanted a trip that would be more exciting. His plan was to backpack around Southeast Asia for a few months. He thought that it would be a great experience to feel the freedom of traveling through remote areas, crossing mountains, and meeting random people along the way. His first destination was China. When his plane landed in Beijing, the only luggage he had was the small backpack he was carrying. However, the young man did not want to stay for very long in the hustle and bustle of a huge Chinese city. He was eager to explore the hills and valleys 
of the vast country. The young man had an idea that he was sure would turn his little backpacking trip into a much more interesting adventure. He decided to randomly hop on a bus without having any idea where it was going. Not knowing the destination made it feel like he was taking a mystery tour around China. Every time the bus reached the end of the line, he would hop off and randomly catch another bus, never knowing or caring where it would take him. After a few weeks, he found himself traveling around some of the most remote regions in China. It was an area that tourists seldom visited. The man was delighted to be passing through all the tiny villages and having the opportunity to see how the rural Chinese people lived. One day he found himself traveling on yet another bus, passing through yet another remote area. When they set out, the bus was empty. But after six stops, a large crowd of people got on and it was filled to capacity. After a while, he noticed that the other passengers kept looking at him strangely. The young man also thought it was odd that they chose to stand instead of sitting down in the vacant seat next to him. At the next stop, a beautiful Chinese woman boarded the bus. She looked around, and when she saw the young backpacker, her eyes suddenly grew wide with shock. When she hurried down the aisle and sat down beside him, he was a bit surprised too. Suddenly, the woman nudged him and whispered, Do you know where you are going? I have no idea, replied the man with a smile. I'm just backpacking around the country. I got on this bus without looking at the destination. Well, I must warn you that you're in grave danger, she said. Why? asked the man. The next stop is the end of the line, said the woman. It's a small village that has an awful reputation. The people who live there prey on western tourists who become lost. They are cannibals. The man couldn't believe what he was saying. At first, he thought she must be joking. But when he looked at her face, he could not even detect the smallest hint of a smile. Oh, surely you can't be serious, he said. What I am telling you is the truth, replied the woman. If you are wise, you will take heed of what I tell you. Everyone in this area has heard the horrible tales of what goes on in this village. In my language, it's called the man-eating village. The woman's words shocked the young backpacker to his very core. 
he found himself lost for words. If you don't believe me, just look around, she continued. Almost all of the passengers on this bus are from that village. The young man looked up and realized that all of the other passengers were staring at him hungrily and licking their lips. When the bus reaches the end of the line, you'll be on their territory, said the woman. No one will be able to save you. They will take hold of you and eat you alive. The backpacker broke out into a cold sweat. He could see the murderous look in the eyes of the slavering Chinese villagers. He had to escape before the bus reached the village. Just then, he felt the bus begin to slow down as it ascended a steep mountain road. This is our chance, said the woman. Let's go. She grabbed him by the hand and they ran down the aisle to the back of the bus before the other passengers had a chance to react. The woman pulled the handle of the emergency exit and then jumped out. The backpacker was right behind her and leaped through the narrow opening. He crashed onto the dirt road, then rolled over and picked himself up. He saw the woman jump across a ditch and run off. He followed her, running as fast as he could. They escaped into the mountains as the angry yells of the other passengers echoed behind them. He could still feel their eyes, their blazing eyes bearing into his back. The man fled for his life, scrambling up the steep mountain slope, desperate to evade the hungry cannibals who were pursuing him. Eventually, the Chinese villagers gave up the chase and returned to the bus. The man was exhausted, but he was overjoyed that he managed to escape their ravenous clutches. As he lay on the large rock, trying to catch his breath, he felt it again, eyes blazing into the back of his neck. And then he heard the woman laughing softly to herself. Now I can eat alone, she said. I thought that was a pretty awesome story. And so, that wraps up our episode here. I hope everyone has a good, happy Thanksgiving this week if you celebrate it. If you're in America here in the United States, that is our holiday this week. And so, happy Turkey Day. Enjoy your turkey or whatever you eat. But please stay safe, especially if you're traveling. 
Don't go through villages you're not aware of. In fact, don't ever go anywhere when you don't know where you're going. (laughs) That is a big lesson from this last story. But as usual, please have a good fun time. Just keep those doors locked and those windows closed tight. Keep an eye out for any strangers that might be passing by. Be sure not to talk to them. But by all means, have a happy haunting.